financial hit affects businesses and why so many of these companies are, you know, pressing their uh, governors to open the states back up. It's not because the workers are suffering. Yeah. They do not care. They will fire all the workers mm-hmm. and keep themselves in multi-million, million, 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 you know what I'm saying, status. Yeah. Before the, they, the owners of these companies are the ones who have the influences politically and they are the last ones to be hit. Hey, it's Red Summer. And it's Hanifa Walida. And we are your gay aunties. Hey, baby. Hey, darlings, <laughs> coming at you again. You knew to the show. <laughs> I was gonna say we just want to let you know. <laughs> it's supposed to be my turn this time to say it. You know, we, we trying to get organized right here. Right, um, well, go ahead. All right, well, your gay aunties is a weekly uh, podcast about queer adulting. So if mm-hmm. you're queer and you're adulting. Or you're queer and adulting at an older age, or you're just queer and have questions, or you're just queer and just want to chime in. <laughs> Your gay aunties podcast is here for you, and you can yeah. always reach out to us. Just send us a letter, send us a poem, send us a fire signal at yourgayaunties <laughs> at gmail.com. We here's for you, children. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, maybe sending an email is not your thing. Maybe uh-huh. you're a little on the, the the sliding scale of adulthood. You're a little <laughs> at the beginning. And you're like, hey, but I do use social media. You can DM us at your gay aunties on Instagram or Twitter because your aunties are there for you as well. And we're <laughs> always your gay aunties everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Everywhere. And some of you are watching us live. Yes, because we come to you live every Sunday. This is how we record the show via YouTube. So if you want to actually be in the room with us when we're doing the shit, holler at us to subscribe to us on YouTube. You should get a notification. But basically every Sunday at 1 p.m. All right. And let's notified. Yes, exactly. Eastern time. <laughs> New York time. Atlanta time. Coast, yes. East Coast time. All right. <laughs> And if you are watching live right now, then you know that today is the unofficial red t-shirt day. Yes. Hanifa <laughs> and I, <laughs> we did not plan this. We must have just both been feeling red t-shirty. <laughs> How old is your t-shirt? Because my t-shirt's hella old. Mine is very new, actually. Oh, it's okay. the last things I ordered before everything shut down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm wearing this shirt. I'll, I'll just wear it on the show. <laughs> this, is, this is one of my favorite old shirts. It's called The, the Queen's Daughters. Um, oh. My homegirl, Kim Knox, she's a, a promoter, among other things, out in New York. And this was like one of the many things she promoted back in the days. And I remember I like stole like 10 of these shits. So they kind of laughed at me. Because <laughs> they would get placed on seats. He was like, oh, nobody grabbing this. Okay, let me get this one. Yeah, those are hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's kept up with washing, no peeling off, nothing. It's like it's, it's lasted. That's cool. Um, Mine is a throwback to my upbringing in Chicago. Okay. So it says Southside by the Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in your case, girl, Southside by the titties. <laughs> I, I actually put on a bra today for the show, you know. <laughs> it's hard. It's so hard out here in these home streets. <laughs> like this, I am right now in my office 
slash conference room slash classroom slash bed. Yes, I compartmentalized the house as well. Um, I I have two rooms, three rooms that I work out of. Just an extra spare room that I record out of. There's like the the sun room. If I'm feeling like a sun room type of experience, and then there's just a deck on a clear day. Fuck it, I go out there. Yeah, you know, house, you know, get a little air. Yeah, uh, we did get some deck furniture, and then we had like a tornado like warning the next day. So then I made the boys go bring all the furniture in. Off the deck. <laughs> I was seeing umbrellas and chairs blowing off the neighbors' patios. So yeah, you don't we'll get it together. <laughs> furniture and lose a window in the same time. You don't want to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but how have how has your corona been doing you since we last spoke? Um, much better, much better. I've been able to um. Just kind of lean into it. Mm. Right? <laughs> I think resisting it and being like frantic about like what's happening and when's it gonna like schools are closed. They may not reopen even in August. So I'm like, oh, well, shieldy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is what I do now. <laughs> like, word. And exactly. it makes like all of those futuristic movies. Like, I never understood. That was one of the things that bothered me. And all mm. the futuristic movies, like people lived in these like metal pods and they were like just all isolated and life was dry as shit. And, like, <laughs> I was like, is that what y'all want? Like, is that the vision? And now I'm sitting here like in my pod. Like, Basically. just Basically. walking back in my pod just like super chilling like this is normal and I have just accepted my fate like <laughs> um I haven't accepted it I I have a I have a gripe mm. a corona gripe and <laughs> and I understand that zoom is something that you know is how we're able to connect you know that and FaceTime but really zoom you can put a lot of people in the, a lot of people in the room at the same time so you know, we're doing birthday parties now. And my homegirl, one of my tightest girls, like, you know, she had a birthday party a couple of days ago. So I actually got kind of excited. This was, this was my first, like, Zoom party, right? Yeah. So I got excited. You know, I had my, my intoxicants ready. I have was ready on the deck. I was like, we're going to do this. Aside from the fact that we all laughed and cackled and, it ain't, you know, we had fun because, you know, there was high school folks, so people away from, you know, just like a high school person. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, so old, you know, we fall into old habits of talking shit, but I could not hide the fact, or oh, I did a good thing in trying to hide the fact. I was like, so these is a bunch of people in our homes, everybody drinking. And it's not like. Like we go into her house and you know how you meet people, you know, you don't know when you go to someone's party, like you know, people, you know, people, you don't know, but people, you don't know, you got to get to know them a little bit at a party. Cause it's a yeah. real interaction. You may dance, fuck you got a new friend, but it's something about, about being in, in their squares that I'm over here saying, who are these bitches? Like, <laughs> you know, I just want to speak to my people, you know, I, I, I would find myself being cranky. You know, I mean, I was rolling with it. It was all fun and shit, but I was like, mm. So we all in here, and then, like, we got the DJ who didn't have, like, a direct feed in, so we was kind of hearing the music kind of sort of from her thing in the back. 
So then, so we all trying to dance and shit, and I'm like, but I really don't hear the motherfucking music. You know what I'm saying? You know, we trying to have conversations. Everyone's talking over each other. I was like, oh my god, is this the saddest state of affairs? ever in our lives that this is yeah. how we got to do birthday parties but we all there because it's like we bigging up our homegirl happy birthday tanisha i love you to death but that shit was bananas <laughs> yeah so my homegirl erica um had a zoom party uh-huh. i think that was yesterday <laughs> i feel like it was either yesterday or day before yesterday days are a blur at Whatever. this point uh, <laughs> no i think it was yesterday and so the party started off her parents were in the party with us and she did like introductions of everybody yeah. and how she knew everybody and we got to meet her parents. It was super cool. And then when the parents were like, all right, y'all, well, we all let y'all go. Then everybody was like pulling out the entire <laughs> street and getting their shots together, not in cussing. <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> You know, I wish we I wish we could have had ours a little better because we had a really good friend from high school that she's actually uh, working in the ICU. She's a, a nurse. She's on the front line in California. Mm-hmm. You know, so my homegirl like, yo, we want to big up uh, uh, Donna. You know, because she's doing the real she's doing the real shit. But by the time Donna got into the Zoom party, everybody is lit. And I'm, <laughs> you know, except for me, of course, because I don't drink, right? Yeah. And I'm and I'm looking I'm looking at Donna. I was like, she. Looked whooped. I think she walked into this like this a little bit too much for me right now. But she stayed because Donna's an amazing person. It's like this is my homegirl's <laughs> birthday, but y'all motherfuckers is over the top. I'm walking into the wrong mode. I get so all over her face. She looks so tired. I was like, oh my god, Aww. poor Donna. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But anyway, big up to you, Donna, because you are holding it down. And I know every day is a challenge to your profession and your humanity. And I just appreciate you that you're out there for everybody. You know. But I know you was like, girl. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> And then we trying to pick her up and everybody's drunk. So you're like, girl, we love you. And you're doing all this amazing work. And Donna's like, child, if y'all niggas don't shut the fuck up, let me go to bed. It is a a bit of a mess when everybody's trying to talk. Like, so Zoom totally works for meetings. It totally works for classrooms. Because you can mute everybody. The professor can talk when they want to chime in. They can put the raise their hand thing. They can, you know, one person is zooming in. But when it's a a, a rabble risk <laughs> kind of situation and everybody is trying to, like, have a conversation, like, it gets a little overwhelming for me. Um, and I remember we did a similar thing when this first started um, with my college so like all the alumni, you know, we have a group on Facebook. And so we're like, all right, we're going to do happy hour. And one person, I, I want to shout her out because I feel like she might be a listener. <laughs> so, <laughs> but one person like was already way further along in her shots than everybody. Oh, no. And it was like her birthday was the next day. So now you know who you are if you listen. <laughs> like her birthday was the next day. And she was like, just hype, hype. And then she started telling this story about a, a fellow alumni who has a um, 
what is this? Uh, oh, she has marijuana. She has a marijuana store. Uh-huh. Like, uh, what is that called? A dispensary. The dispensary, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she started telling a story about the sister that has a dispensary, and pe- all these people out here with like these good government jobs was like, "Hey, sis, yeah. I'm out. Click." <laughs> and you see people like click, click. It was hilarious, but like nobody could reel her in because like she was gone. Yeah, was gone. yeah, we had one of those too. We had one of those too. He he was I think he started he was drinking way before this party started. So by the time the party was three quarters in, it was like somebody mute this nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the, the messages on the side like, can we can we mute her? Can we can we just mute everybody and start over? She might not even know she muted. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. Love was you, rough. girl. <laughs> we love y'all. Love, love, love you all. <laughs> love you all. This is the state of affairs that we're in where we got to have parties like this. But at least we, we got something to say happy birthday to our home people, you know? Yeah. But, oh my God. Zoom got to work on that. Um, Zodiac season is this? Are these? Um, well, um, it's Aries then. Okay. My homegirls are Aries. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they yeah. crazy Shout out to the Aries for being flexible and for for leading into the technology and not like trying to make everybody else, you know, trying to be in a zodiac celebrations. <laughs> you live, okay, just make the best of what you got. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, we anyway, girl, let's have a four zodiac party. <laughs> we gotta shout out everybody at the club for the Look, next years. <laughs> my birthday ain't into October, so I hope to gosh this shit is over. You know, I mean, if it's not in Zoom, we go. I might figure out something different. I may, I, I cause I can't have the main motherfuckers, and and cause I think just that my ADD just would just lose its mind, and I just like you know fuck all y'all. Y'all had the party. I'm going somewhere because this is too much stimulation. Right. <laughs> thing that I'm mm-hmm. seeing, which is. Which is probably how you feel about the Zooms is how I feel about this. Drive-by birthday parties. Oh, those are cute. Have you been seeing them? I don't know. I'll be on the news, though. So on the news, get for the kids. together in our car, and we drive past the person's house honking. We have balloons. And then what? Like, <laughs> then what? Like, I mean, you just want to... Want to see your people on your birthday? At least it's, you can't though. You can't touch them. At least they there in the flesh. It's not like a screen. It's a little bit better. Oh no! <laughs> I would rather that's like for me. I would rather the Zoom where we can talk and we can kiki and we can whatever. We yeah. all got our our own setup over here. I do have some friends who did like a um like a social distancing picnic type of deal where they were all like in their cars like. Um, you know, like if you would go to a drive-thru yeah, okay. and everybody has all of this stuff in the car okay. and everybody was like parked away from each other but close enough to see each other. I was like, I love y'all, but I'm glad we didn't go to that. <laughs> Though I did think of this really cool idea if anyone wants to take it because I'm definitely not going to organize it, but if you're really a house head and you really want to dance with people, parking lots are fucking empty. Mm-hmm. If everybody comes in and parks 
every other part like don't park next to each other park yeah. every other one you know why you do every other one because you park your car in one lot and you dance in the other but nice parks their car and dance in the other and then somebody got to be the dj with a big enough sound system for everybody here yeah. you know what i mean it's like i'm just putting it out there because if anybody in Atlanta want to do that it's, it's safe even mm-hmm. if you're dancing and breathing hard you you enough distance where you ain't going to fuck with nobody you still probably should wear a mask anyway but we can still, it's close enough as a parking lot where you have a sense of community. Mm-hmm. So I'm just putting it out there. Anybody want to take that idea? Please do it. Roll with it. Okay. Yeah. In Atlanta, y'all have a uh, starlight. Y'all can still go to the movies and, you know, do the drive through thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. But I want to dance, man. I and know. dancing alone ain't the same. But. Oh. Anyway, let's, speaking, we're going to continue. But with there Corona. are plenty of dance parties online. DJs abound. <laughs> but but Instagram, can y'all do it on YouTube or something? Instagram, the sound sucks. Mm. The sound really, really sucks. It's not, or it's not good enough for me. Well, you we know? send our phones to the TV. Still, in general, Instagram ain't made for all that no fucking nine, ten hour DJ party. True. You know what I mean? And the DJ like, hey, someone. So I was like, shut the fuck up, play the music. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just, that's just the kind of bitch I am on the dance floor. Like, I don't be hearing all that talking and all that yin yang. And like, I want to hear you mix. But yeah. that's me. That's we listened me. to Nice Wonder last night. He didn't have a whole lot of talking in between. Good for him. Now, I know, uh, what's his name? Questlove. Mm-hmm. He give you a whole history lesson on every album. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's does. amazing because he knows music. Like he knows music. I definitely get that, you know, from him. But if I just wanna party, yeah, he, party, then I'm like, gonna... but he does a lot of chill stuff, like reggae, slow jam. So you can maybe you, you ain't gonna dance, dance to it. You're gonna vibe out anyway. So maybe part podcast, part DJ, mm-hmm. part history podcast and DJ works. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's it's better in the day. Yeah, like, and he usually does like a day party, so to speak. So, <laughs> no, Quest, no, he does the the the, the he, he did the, the after late, party the... at first for oh, D Nice, okay, but okay. the ones that we've been watching lately have been day parties. Oh, okay, I haven't caught those. I've been, I've just been catching the evening ones. Anyway, mm-hmm. all right, so we got we got a um um a fuck out of here. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> and black women save the world again. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll say black women, well, black women save the world again. Okay, let me get my notes. Because <laughs> we, we got a big homegirl. Uh, um, so it's this. Do you have her name? Yes, I do have oh. a name. Her name is Nurse Tommy Austin. She's the chief executive nurse at University Health System in San Antonio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Homegirl said, wait a minute. Not only do we not have masks, I'm going to do something about that, but I'm going to do you one better. Nice. I'm not just going to make a mask for me and mine and, and people who need masks. I'm going to make one that's stronger mm. and filters out even more microscopic particles than N95. She made one that, that almost, um, they call it N95 because it, 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 it blocks 95% of these little micro particles. Okay. Hers goes up. She has a 97 one and a 99 one. Woo. Thank you, Nurse Tommy Austin. Yes, thank you, <laughs> you Nurse be Tommy. You saving us. That's right. <laughs> Black women save the world again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
And shout out to to all of those, you know, definitely this is a, an extreme case of you are saving the world, but everybody who's doing something to contribute, mm-hmm. everybody who's sitting up on their machines, making um, masks and, and sending out whatever materials you can, going by to drop off some food to the elders in your community, going shopping wow. for them. You know, our next door neighbor, those... Jackie, like mm-hmm. we love her. We make sure she's good. <laughs> like... Exactly. Those who know and love community. So even when we're in times like this, you can always go to community. You know how to create yeah. community. So so big up to uh, to all of y'all. Um, now the fuck out of here. Yep. <laughs> I make up with a better name, but that's what I'm calling it now. Um, and of course, you know, fuck out of here regarding Corona. So. White people, uh-oh. White people who want to retain the status of white people all the way back to the Civil War, oh. want to recreate the world where you have all your liberties. It's like y'all need to pick when y'all going to abide by the Constitution and when you're not. Ooh. Y'all need to decide. This amendment, though I have the freedom to do this, is it in the best interest of the rest of the republic? Because it's not just about you needing to do something or mm-hmm. you not liking someone telling you that you can't do it. So all those white people in Michigan. Oh, <laughs> yes. Breathing your hot, functified breath on each other, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But what you, you did two things. One, you not only blocked regular people who are most likely essential workers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because who else is out exactly. unless you're trying to get something in emergency or <laughs> you're essential worker. Exactly. You also blocked actual healthcare frontline workers from getting to the motherfucking hospital. Mm. Okay. And you endangered us all with your hot breath. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Okay. And so when your ass gets sick, you know, it's like karma's a bitch. Now you gotta go to them same healthcare workers that you unblocked and you done probably, you know, people are dying by the minute. But you know what? I don't want to even speak my piece. I got somebody else, Mr. James Smith, who was a healthcare worker in Michigan, who you were preventing from getting to work. You wanna big up Mr. James Smith because while he was in his car, he decided to give them a few words. I cut it a little bit because he said a lot more, but I'll just take the tail uh, end of it. This is ridiculous. It is unfair for the people that had to go to work every single day, especially in the hospital, to do their job. If y'all don't take y'all asses home, this is what I'm mad about. All y'all want to sit down there and pump your horn, hang out the window, throw your flag out, because y'all don't like what somebody told y'all to do? Y'all some idiots. Total idiots. I can't do my job. I can't help anybody because y'all decide to block up every entrance way to get to the hospital. Like, come on. Come on. Like, come on. Like, y'all ain't thinking this through. I mean, I know y'all don't think much to begin with. But what I wasn't clear about, maybe this is... I don't know. Maybe I, I, I've disconnected from a lot of things. But isn't this their president? 
then told them to stay home? No, 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 no. The, the, oh, they no, oh, no, 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 no. They trying to they coming for their governor. They telling them to lock her up too. Lock uh, her up. That that's their that's their that's their ring chime there. Lock her up. Lock her up. I'm like, because she told you she's trying to save y'all life. You know. Okay. I don't know. You know, but, I saw just a little clip of them rolling with the flags out and the the dolls and all of this foolishness, and I just went on in a different direction. No, oh yes, oh yes, for sure. But you know, here's the thing: I have really, I really feel like I mean, I'm I'm a history buff. I love reading about history. I love I documentary, whatever, anything that I do with history, I, I I love it, right? But now I actually feel like, all right, so. Is this what, like, before the Civil War, when all now all these states are forming these consortiums? Mm. Another true word for motherfuckers, we could succeed, we probably would from your dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, so, like, what was the run-up to, like, total mayhem? And I feel like we're living the run-up. It's like, in case y'all are not aware, I know you look back at the depression like, oh, that's that black and white footage. But if mm-hmm. you really look at the black and white footage, all the streets are bare. Mm-hmm. All those soup lines are happening. Maybe not in your city, but they are happening, my mm-hmm. friend. Okay? So, though we read history, we also have to recognize we're living in it. Yeah. This is not a recession. This is basically a depression that is going deeper into a depression. And this is not to worry y'all or scare y'all, but it is to keep you on your toes that the reality, I know we joking and shitting kid about being home, 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 and how do we deal with it? Who we're going to be on the other side? And, you know, let me have my creative project. And, and, and that's wonderful. And, Mm. And that's how we maintain our sense of humanity. Yeah. But there are, Generations, not just those younger than Red and I, my generation. Mm-hmm. We don't know nothing about this bullshit. Yeah. And not for nothing, the baby boomers don't even know it because they were born after World after, War II. Right. The only people who may, who may still be alive is the silent generation, those who are in their 90s and up, who were old mm-hmm. enough to remember the motherfucking depression. Okay, so if you got anybody in your life that that's old and they have their mental faculties together, you better say, what did y'all do? Yeah. And black people, when America has a cold, we get pneumonia. Yeah. When America gets a scratch, we lose an arm. So you think the depression was hard for white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's not a coincidence that we're the hardest hit physically with this because of structural racism. Yeah. When shit comes down the pipes, us and Latinos, we go nigga, we're going to be in the fucking corner shivering. Like, so yeah, I was just watching a um a news story that was talking about like how the the financial hit affects businesses and why so many of these companies are you know pressing their uh, governors to open the states back up. It's not because the workers are suffering. Yeah, they do not care. They will fire all the workers mm-hmm. and keep themselves in multi million 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 mil- you know. What I'm saying? status yeah before the they the owners of these companies are the ones who have the influences politically and they are the last ones to be hit the last ones and and a lot of the in the sba all those sba grants 
a lot of big companies got those SBA grants. Like, what's that damn, um, fran- first of all, if you're a franchise, you ain't a damn small business. Right. Okay. But what's that friend steak and something? Anyway, it's one of Trump's favorite restaurants. That nigga got 20 million motherfucking dollars from SBA. And yeah. I roll up in a uh, um, in a little barbecue joint around here that, that his sister owned. She's like, I applied when that shit first came out. I still ain't hear nothing back. Wow. She's an actual small business. She got a little barbecue, yeah. barbecue joint that everybody goes to, but she went from making $100,000 a month to 50000 and laying off. She laid off half of her workforce. She's like bare minimum just to keep the lights on. Wow. And you know what? Shout out to everybody who's still trying to do their work mm-hmm. like in this in this time. Like this is you know, we say a lot and it's, it's a lot of pressure on, you know, this is time. You got your time. And some of us are like struggling. Like we are out here trying to do the very best that we can in this time. And so I, I see you. <laughs> yeah, I see you and I feel I see you. You. Mm-hmm. you know, this is the time not to. I saw a cute meme, somebody or rather it was a, you know how they be capturing people's tweets and then who replied to that tweet. Mm-hmm. Well, this girl was like. She was like, see, during this time, this is how you find out who's really your friends, you know, who checks in and who doesn't check in. And then homegirl Boholo was like, are you really judging your motherfucking friends during this time or who's checking in on you? Do you know this ain't about you? Mm-hmm. When people check in is when the fuck they check in, bitch. And that's just yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So children, are you out there kind of feeling a ways because maybe you ain't connecting with your people as you thought you might or you don't know what people are going through absolutely you know so you need to forgive a lot can't forgive it all but you can forgive a lot do not judge mm-hmm. people and if you got a problem people not reaching out to you maybe you the nigga that need to reach out yeah i was just thinking that like maybe they're just sitting at home like Damn. man she wrong she ain't even checked on the sister you know what i'm saying <laughs> She know I be having issues. She ain't nobody checking on me. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. So all we're just saying is take care of each other, you know, especially if you feel like you're not being taken care of. Maybe you need to put the energy out to receive the energy um, back during this time. But definitely be gentle Mm -hmm. with each other and forgive each other. Be forgiving, you know, and yeah, okay. Yeah. And stay your ass in the house, okay? And buy just a couple of rolls of toilet paper. Like, no, buy okay. it. I'm gonna get another shipment. <laughs> Nigga, yo, I saw, I saw a paper towel roll. My mother's been asking for paper towels. I mean, I bought her these bamboo towels so she don't have to keep going these damn doing these paper towels. But she like her paper towels. And every time I do a run, she like paper towel. I was like, God, mom, we can't eat paper towels. You want these goddamn paper towels, girl? I happened to go in Kroger's. I saw one roll. I leaped. <laughs> yep. Was ready to knock out somebody's grandma to get this last thing a paper towel. For my I mama. did the same paper towel run for the house because, you know, we have middle schoolers and teenagers and they just can't seem to figure out how to keep the food on the plate. So <laughs> I went to four stores. None of the grocery stores, none of the big stores had them. I ended up at like some off the brand, like off brand, like store. I'll and it was some shit. three I'll packs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not even going to take all three. You know I'm, I'm going to take one. Like, 
Y'all need to leave some bleach for people. Y'all need to leave some toilet paper for people. Matter of fact, me and my mom told her, we gonna get a bidet. Fuck all the bullshit. We tired of y'all trifling niggas. We gonna be cultured and get ourselves a bidet. Okay. And if you can't afford a bidet, you know what another kind of bidet is? It's called a shower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But y'all need to leave bleach. Y'all need to leave the Clorox wipes. Like, leave cleaning utensils for all of us. Leave toiletries. You you having them all in your garage does nothing for the protection of the community. Exactly. And that (laughs) shit is going to be refilled. So you can buy a couple for your family. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you are living alone, nigga, buy one. If you have, if you're a two-person house, I buy enough for me and my moms to get by two weeks at a time. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're a huge family, you still buy accordingly, motherfucker. Like, for real. Yeah. This is what we're talking about community. You got to think about others. Y'all hoarding like this shit's going to go on for years. And even if it does, the stores will, will can supply itself if mm-hmm. y'all niggas just take y'all shit. Yeah. God, we're going to implode as America because we don't know how. We don't know about no damn community. And with that, before we leave that, mm-hmm. I just want to say also shout out to the stores who have like senior shopping hours. Yes. And shout out, <laughs> and shout out to Tyler uh, Perry for paying for um, senior shopping at all the Kroger's out here. One day he just did it on the random to pay for all the seniors. I'm like, you know what? I'll never see one of your movies, nigga, but you are okay in my book. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Make all the badass movies you want. As long as you can keep. <laughs> You, you actually know how to, to return to the community in some way, shape, or form, and this ain't the first time you've done this. You yeah. know, it's like, whatever. That, I think it might be time for a break. Yes. <laughs> so I just want to say for all of our wonderful, uh, devoted listeners, I love your letters. I'm so proud of all of you all who have sent your letters. But now we have another level for you all. We are talking about the Speak Your Truth initiative that your gay aunties has on Instagram. All you have to do is go to your gay aunties and click that link at the top in our bio. And it has a section there for you that says Speak Your Truth. And you have 90 seconds. Right now, we are in National Poetry Month. So if you have a poem that is 90 seconds that you want to share with your aunties, go ahead and knock yourself out. Share your poetry with us and we will share it on the show. Yes. yes. So uh, we have the incomparable comparable <laughs> Jessica Holter coming on the show next week. Uh, for those of you all who are not familiar with her, she is the founder of the Punani Poets. She will be here with us to wrap up uh, National Poetry Month with the gay aunties. And I'm just so excited to have her on the show and talk about how she has been able to maintain this following, this tour life for how long has Punani Poets been going on? Been 20 years? I don't know. I, I'm just exaggerating at this point, but it's been a while, longer than most, mm. right? And I'm just so proud of her and the work that she's doing um, in the community there in um, Atlanta now too. Okay. So doing wonderful work on um, sustaining cultural and, and communal spaces in the city. And so I'm so excited to have her on and talk about that. Okay, I'm, I'm excited about uh, that all. So much excited. I'm just going <laughs> to... There are 
there's so many ways that you can support your gay aunties. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And you know what, again, we say support us, but us is we. Us and we. Okay? So the things we do, yes, we have, we have fun and it helps us work our time here in Corona Bill. But more importantly, this is a community um, effort. So if you want to support this community effort, that is your Gay Aunties Podcast. You can do that a couple of ways. You can go to the merch store. And guess what? We got new masks. The masks are back. So now you got two options. You can do a Madonna, if that's your steeds. But we actually have actual masks. And these nice. masks are special. Why? These masks are special because they not only protect you a little bit, and they feel like, you know, dealing with, you know, okay, go to a hospital with this mask, you know what I'm saying? It's like going to the store, running some errands. Mm-hmm. So you protect yourself, you protect others, but also you send affirming messages out to your community. Like, we still here. Yeah. Or, um, I still see you. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get Love through it. this. There's a lot of different cool messages that, you know, your audience either said or we just say as a community that sometimes you can say things in silence. My favorite is, I slay as we pass. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, you don't gotta say shit to me, but I'm sending you love and don't I look beautiful as we pass each other. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but things like that can bring a chuckle out of people and people need a laugh when they can get it these days. So, Absolutely. this, you hit all, it's a win, win, win. It helps the podcast, it helps yourself, and it helps your community. You go right to the link in our Instagram, and there you'll see a link for our merch store. And see those nice, gorgeous masks. We just gonna sell masks and t-shirts at this point, y'all, because, you know, ain't no nigga want a hoodie right now, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... <laughs> We're going to sell the stuff you need. You know what I'm saying? Um, and another way you can support us is patreon.com slash what your gay aunties. And that is give what you can when you can. You know, you still get access to us going live. Just come to us here on YouTube, you know, on Sundays and that's all live. So you don't got to pay to do that. But if you got some coins in your pocket, trust me. Everybody put in a coin. We got more than a dollar, and that dollar definitely pays the bill. So when you got it, definitely holler at us at patreon.com slash your gay aunties. And the last way you can always support us is lettuce. Letters. Lettuce. Not lettuce as in a salad, as in I'm trying to grow a garden during these times. Not that lettuce. Let her. Hard R. Hard white yes. people R. Let her. <laughs> <laughs> your lettuce is literally what feeds this show we've been running a little dry y'all i know y'all going through shit so write a poem write a letter write something but send it to your gay aunties at gmail.com or you can dm us at your gay aunties on instagram or you can dm us at your gay aunties on twitter we everywhere Mm-hmm. So whatever you're going through in your corona life, whether dealing with love, dealing with roommates, dealing with your own mind, dealing with parents, there's so much to deal with. Yeah. Holler at us and I think we can help you through. All right. So with that being said, we're going to go on to a letter. And guess what, folks? It's an old one. Ah. Guess what, folks? We ain't got letters right now. Knock, knock. Mm-hmm. I wish I could make an echo sound. Hello, 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 children, 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 children. 
Anyway, so this letter is an older one, but it's one of those letters we said we will always go back to if for some reason we run dry. All mm. right, because it was a deep, thought-provoking letter, and as we're finding, it's timeless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So maybe just to refresh folks' memory, we'll read the whole letter and then, and then go to that one question of many questions that this person asked. But we answered all of them except for this one question. Here's your letter. You want to read it? Really? Yeah. Okay, so I'll read it. Mm -hmm. This is not a letter per se, but a series of questions. Uh, I don't have answers. I'm wondering how you both navigate change and control in your lives. When did you all know you were done with any one or thing that no longer serves you and you walked away? A constant struggle to maintain control or lose control and let the story write itself. When there is no longer growth in the atmosphere, I'm still fearful to lose control. And so the question that we are focusing on is. Mm -hmm. um, mindset. I mindset. Think. How did you change it? So. Hmm. What do you think? Um, if it was a mindset, how did you change it? Um, hmm, mindset's a motherfucker hard. They hard to change, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of thinking, um, I know for me, there were, there are times where like, I think that what I believe about a situation is the truth, right? Mm -hmm. I think that because I believe it, it's right. <laughs> and then sometimes you are challenged with meeting people who kind of push up against that in some way, right? Um, or you just might realize that maybe that idea is outdated a little bit, right? <laughs> um, so I know that for me right now, I'm teaching in... Uh, for the first time in a school environment that is not impoverished. Mm. I have been doing a lot of my work focused on children who, you know, have uh, the most significant struggles in their home lives. Mm. And I thought that's what education was about because that was the only experience that I had. And now I kind of feel like I can do things in a in a different way. Or I realized that I had to do things in a different way because I was speaking to a completely different audience, right? <laughs> and who I was and who how I showed up in a space had to be different because like <laughs> I'm in a new city, I'm in a new space, I'm in a new environment. Like I have to be a new thing in this space. And sometimes when we go into new spaces, into new relationships, into new partnerships, into new, you know, business, uh, you know, connections, whatever that is. And we're just like, this is me. This is how I am. This is what I do. This is how, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe what you used to do does not fit in this new time. Mm. And I started really feeling like, am I a good teacher? Like... <laughs> 
And I had all of these students that was like, oh my God, you changed my life. You blah, 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 blah. And I'm in this new experience struggling. And I'm just like, oh, like I got to do this a different way now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what I used to do was perfect for where I used to be. Mm-hmm. But if I'm asking to move up, right, if I'm asking to go into these wonderful new spaces, then I got to be a wonderful new thing in that new space. Right. So like that's that's where I am. And um, just the first thing that popped into my mind when I read that one. Well, a couple things popped into my mind. And the thing is, like, you're right, like, you know. It's, it's not just knowing that things change or someone can drop bombs on you or you can be placed in different situations that are going to challenge you to think differently. I think even before that happens, because it will happen, because if it doesn't, you're dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, is preparing yourself now to always constantly saying, I don't know everything, to always be in a state of curiosity. Because the, the only thing I'm, I'm like, I'm referencing, and it's, it's kind of a random thing, but... A lot of times we are raised as in our parents or whoever raised us and there's certain things that are so locked into our heads there's nobody's going to change our mind, right? And really all we're doing is spewing the same verbiage that our parents said to us. When we talk about the thing, like we haven't really discovered our own voice around it, so we're kind of repeating what our parents or what the church or whatever those influential influence were when you were a child and formulating your thoughts. And now they're so hardwired, you just don't want to hear nothing. And how this happened for me, it actually was religion when I was a little bit more devout, if you will. Not hardcore, but more than I am now. (laughs) And I remember um, my homeboy, this is like early 20s, my homeboy, he's a really big history buff and everything at the time. This is before I even knew I was a history buff, <laughs> right? And I still identified as Muslim, right? And I remember we was having a conversation, and I was like, well, Islam, Islam was sp- spread by example. So Muslims were just prancing around the world, and because they were just such <laughs> magnificent beings, that's how they spread. And this is what I was taught from day one, and there was nothing else to tell me different So he was like, what the fuck you talking about? Them niggas conquered, (laughs) right? Right. And I, me and him, like he hit such a core tenants in me that I felt like I was ready to fight my friend over this. But at a certain point, but he didn't back down. He's like, nah, I ain't gonna let you fly away with this shot. Like that's not my name back in the day. He's like, nah, them niggas wasn't like just over floating around. Just, you know, they was like, look at these Muslims. They're amazing. Look at their example. Ooh, ooh, they got great Mm -hmm. family. No, they conquered like everybody else. Like everything else was spread. They conquered, right? So I finally, and this is the thing, though I left the argument still arguing, what also was a part of me is, well, let me look it up. Let me yeah. not just rest on my laurels. Let me not just rest on what, what daddy told me, what whomever told me. Let Because those things are connected to how we love our parents or how we love that for those formative years. So when we let go of that kind, that kind of information, it, it's, 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 it's difficult. But I did, and I looked it up, and he was right. So I let it go. Yeah. But I'm saying that to say that you can apply that even to the things you think is die hard right, like... You know, a lot of us are very politicized. Not saying you're, and 
I'm not going to go too deep here, but <laughs> you know, as far as being able to change your mind, it doesn't mean changing what you believe in. It may be changing how you communicate what you believe in. So say you have, you know, idea of what is right in the world. And here comes somebody saying, well, I disagree. Yes, you can cut their head off and you can cancel them and, and do all that. But I've learned at the end right, of the day, or, or <laughs> how can I serve us both? How can I present to this person a bit of knowledge in the way that they, if they don't receive it in this moment, that's okay. Cause it ain't about me, but I set a seed down. So I want to say the way to kind of change, not just your mindset, but others is really learning how to communicate. And it's not an easy thing. I it's still I still struggle with it because sometimes I get in my self-righteous modes too and I like to stomp a nigga's head in, especially mm-hmm. online, you know, and, and it's time. And I But I'm old enough to know when I'm doing that for sport and I'm kind of, for lack of a better word, I'm kind of jerking off a little bit on myself because I'm just so smart, right? <laughs> and we know, we know when we do that. Yeah. You, know, you ain't mm-hmm. doing it for the cause. You're doing it because you know you're smart, okay? Yeah. But at the end of the day, that person is going to fight harder, even though it can be ignorant, they'll fight harder because I'm not giving them a leeway in to start to think differently. I'm not allowing them to take a breath, you know? So that's how changing Mm. mindsets, not just others, but your own is a practice. You have to practice it. So when someone comes along and tells you something like, you know, you wrong, right? You know, you're like, bitch, I ain't wrong. I read a book. She's like, yeah, but you didn't read these books. What you mean? I right. You know what I mean? <laughs> when there's a nuance to what you talk about, what you mean nuance? It's black or white, God damn it. You know, like, so that's what I mean, y'all. It's yeah. Not- <laughs> you got to be curious. You got to remain curious. You got to always question that this person has something they can teach me as I feel that I have something I can teach them. What you said, um, like, brought up something for me, too. Like, how much um, of what of who you are now, like what you really believe is you is gifted to you from other people and how much of it is based of like trauma and survival. Mm. Um, how much of what you believe mm. you believe is mm. <laughs> based off of like what you needed to believe or what you, how you needed to move or what you needed to do in order to survive the different, you know, traumatic experiences that you came across Mm. even you know how we we relate to each other and you know even in different cities like I know that I am a completely different person in different places that I frequent right (laughs) because I believe I need to like be a little stronger when I'm in New York like I need to be a little nicer when I'm in Louisiana right Mm -hmm. (laughs) right So we've adapted so many of these behaviors as survival mechanisms. Like, Mm -hmm. and they don't have to be negative, right? Some of them can just be your silence. Ooh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can be your attack, right? How many of these things are a part of us now because we um, adopted them from different places in our life? Mm -hmm. Those are that's like that you can just kind of self-assess and figure out like, is this me or is this somebody else like staple, like attached to me? Yeah. And this is actually a good time to self-assess because the variable is not there. We all are the, um, damn, what's the one, you know, when you do scientific experience, there's the variable and the, um, 
control the control oh yeah we all we all are the control part of the experiment because our asses are all home for the most part all of our asses are home you know so this is a good time to self assess and say okay before all this shit went down where was i okay here i am now you know write a list like what did i believe in and really matter of fact not a list write little mini essays because sometimes we say what do i believe in like i believe that whatever here's something simple like democrats are better than republicans you know mm-hmm. something just broad and whatever like that for and then of, why why do i why, believe that why do i believe that <laughs> why do i believe that would i be open and would i rather would i remain close to someone i ain't trying to hint shit because i ain't never voted for a republican and probably never will but mm-hmm. i do believe that the parties are a problem period so if a republic a quote unquote conservative came along and was shooting some good shit that checked off a lot of your boxes, even though one of those boxes like, eh, I don't know about that nigga, but I like these boxes. Would you vote for this person? If the Dem was not someone you're feeling, now mind you, when I say this, I know this is a mad random example. None of this applies to this year. All of you (laughs) are going to walk your narrow ass over to the voting booth pandemic or not so help me god if this pandemic is still going on i will be wrapped up me and my mother will be wrapped up but we are going to exercise our right to vote i don't give a fuck if i was voting for bugs motherfucking bunny who ain't gonna do shit for me i'm not voting for that nigga and i'm not not gonna vote so that nigga can win so he can do harm to me again bugs bunny who can't do shit to you as opposed to, what's that nigga? Uh, and they are really like <laughs> hardcore saying, like in mm. your face, I'm okay if more of you die as long as my business is secure. Basically. As long as my money's right. Like, I don't know what, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I, know that, how you, you, you get past that part. I don't know how you unhear that. How you unhear that in, and I'm going to do a last ditch plea effort to you, Bernie folks who have not, who maybe you're young and this is your first time voting, so you're really pumped up and then really uh, disappointed that, you know, Bernie's not in the running. Trust me, I understand what disappointment feels like. We all who have been voting for longer have felt that. But what you understand as you, what voting is about is that nothing, is one in an election. It is, it is, it is, and I'm going to somewhat paraphrase Martin Luther King, is about the arc of history. You have to continually contribute to history happening. So though Joe Biden may not be your first pick, he sure the fuck wasn't mine, but who is his VP? Who is his cabinet? Who was around him? Who's going to hold themselves to the fire? And are you still going to be in it to hold him to the fire. But that's the last good. thing, because it's all about being able to fight again. And if you don't understand that's what voting is about, and you think that voting is going to be one in one election, you are going to be disappointed regardless if Bernie got in or not. Okay? Yeah. All right? So drop it. Don't be selfish. And trust me, you're being selfish not only to, uh, well, with yourself, obviously, because it's feeding whatever, because you're just fucking pissed. You're being, you're, you're, you're being selfish in regards to your family, to the people you love, the people you don't know, but who have people who they love, 
who everybody wants to live their life. Everybody wants to continue the fight. But there is no more fight if that nigga gets in again. Y'all think this shit is surreal. Yeah. Y'all think this shit is bananas. So. Yeah. That's. So. As far as mind state. Continue to exercise your mind. <laughs> and your legs. And your yeah. fingers all gloved up and you vote in November. Absolutely. I love it. We are like on one accord with that. And I enjoy when we get into our political conversations. I know it's time to wrap up. So I just want to say to all of our listeners, your letters, your letters, your letters yes. with the hard R. Right? <laughs> um, oh, please, an uh, if you mm-hmm. want to send them at yourgayaunties at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to DM us on Instagram or Twitter, please remember to do so. Exactly. And just one quick shout out. We want to start doing announcements since there's so many good things going on in our community and everyone has access to it because what we're all home and online. Um, we want to big up Monica Ray. She's uh, here in Atlanta. She does incredible work. She was on the show some episodes mm-hmm. um, ago. She does a lot of reproductive justice work here in Atlanta, but she's also an artist. Okay, so she has a thing going on called the Living Room Series, a new indie art experience. And by the time that this comes out, there's two more Living Room Series you can catch. Um, One's on the 23rd with Zoe Flowers and another one on the 24th with Locke star it's like they're doing creative talks they're doing live music so if you just want to get in a room with a bunch of women and just get chill the fuck out all right that's what you need to do on the 23rd and the 24th and you can find out more at artivist monica ray okay um is there another one you can find it out nope that's it just art <laughs> artivist activist artivist artivist Monica Ray, R-A-Y-E, all right? And we'll put the, um, her link to the Living Room series in our show notes. And so with that being said, we love y'all. And my name is Hadith Walida. And I am Red Summer. And we are your gay aunties. All right. Bye, baby. Bye, darling. <laughs>